Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our Constitution and Republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, Chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the Westchester Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, man. How about yourself? Eh, you know, a little bit better this week. Yeah. A little bit better yeah. this week, man. Uh, I take it uh, you did not win the uh, the $1.5 billion uh uh, Mega Millions. Is that what it was? Mega Millions? Yeah, Mega Millions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it was actually 1.25 before. Okay. Now now it's $1.5 yeah, billion. Yeah. Dollars. Well, let's be realistic. It's probably only about uh, six or seven hundred million after uh, taxes and after your net, you know. Uh, yeah, you probably only get about six hundred million. You, yeah, see, you I would a, say between six and seven hundred million. Which is about, it's always better to do a lump sum than to do that. Oh, thing. without question. Yeah. So I, cause it's I, always I, funny. I like whenever me. the lot, whenever the lotto, like whenever somebody actually wins the lotto, though, the biggest winner is the government. <laughs> Trite, right? Because literally exactly. they take half of it. Well, yeah, and they they are taking a chunk off the top to begin with anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> they're they're winning all the loud. That's you know, I, I find it ha- always so ironic that in all these states that don't allow like casino gambling or horse racing or anything like that, you know, betting on poker, fantasy football, you know, any of that stuff, they always allow the lotto because they get their cut. Yeah. You now know? you have now. Okay, I don't know if you remember this a long time ago when we had Plakin on on the old show. Uh, Scott Plakin. Yeah. yeah, we had yeah. him on the old show, and we talked about gambling with him as well. Right. And he was against. He at least he had a principled stand even against the lotto. Right. So oh, well, at least that's at consistent. least he was principally yeah. you know against the gambling because he just hated gambling in general, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, he hated. And he wanted to control. Well, he what hated other any human do. behavior that yeah. he couldn't control. Basically, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Which was it made for a very interesting show. But you know, so a lot of people, of course, with the, you know, anytime the lotto, any of the the, the government gambling sites get that high, uh, there's always a lot of talk about you know what would you do? You know, that's everybody, and and really, that's pretty much all you're paying for is you're paying for the mental masturbation of. You know, just fantasizing for that brief period of time before you lose what you would do with the money if you actually got it. And we're, we're all subject to it. You know, here I am pointing it out, but I, I fall for it as well. Oh, no, know? no. I'm just when as I'm guilty. Dri- of if it. I'm driving around, like if I'm doing a, doing an Uber ride and I have and I bought tickets, yeah. I totally will spend that time <laughs> yeah. mentally masturbating on what I would do. And, with, all right. So go it. ahead. What, what's your what's your lotto fantasy with? Let's say that you have. Let's go ahead and just say it's a billion dollars. You you win a billion dollars. You have a billion. Well, we'll do five hundred million. Let's no, do, do a billion. What the hell? Let's go with a billion. Go with a cool billion. billion. Huh? Yeah. What would you do? Um. Well, the first thing I would do is I would take a chunk of fifty million dollars, right? For me, for Kelly, for Danielle, and just put it away. Like you won't. You can never spend the money. You can only use the interest of that money to spend. Right. Okay. Then I would take like a uh, hundred million dollars. And I would find 50 people and give each of them $2 million a piece. Okay. Then there's some select people like yourself and, and some other people that I would go to you and basically say, how much money do you need to, do I need to give you for you to never have to work again? 
and then whatever that number would be, I would give you that amount of money. I'd be one billion dollars. Okay, no, that's not. See, that's not. <laughs> see if you're gonna be a smartass, then then I tell you to fuck off. Oh, really? So okay, so so, so now I'm out of the loop with your hypothetical <laughs> billion dollars that you're gonna win in the lotto. Oh, woe is me. <laughs> that that's such boring shit. I mean, come on, you got to have a better fantasy than that. No, I would I, no. I, mean, I would buy like a bunch of real estate. I'd buy I'd buy real estate in a lot of different places. So simple minded, my friend. Oh, so sorry. I'm sorry that I was looking out for other people. Really? Honestly, I would take. I here's the other thing I would do is I would take a million dollars, right, in ten thousand dollar increments, right. Put them in like envelopes, right, and then walk around and then hand them to people. <laughs> that would actually be fun. Like I I would go to people that I like, uh, like um. Convenience stores, right? Like I would go to the convenience stores that I go to all the time of people that I start that I recognize, right? And I would just hand them envelopes. You know, I would do it. I, I would do that some of that just for my own amusement, but a little different way. I would walk up to them and say, "How much have you ever won on a coin toss?" <laughs> <laughs> and then flip a coin. And if they won, I'd give them you know hundred thousand dollars, million dollars, something like that. But the first thing that I'd do, the first thing I would do is I would actually hire a construction company, a marine construction company, to go exactly, say, 12 and a half miles offshore off of the west coast of Florida and have them build me an island, which would be in international waters, which would be my own country, and then I would set up defenses around that island that should be enough to prevent the... uh, uh, me from easily being invaded by the United States government. And that would be the, um, I, I would call it the the, uh, the kingdom of Wiley, uh, for lack of a better term, you know, which would be my own I mean, for that kind of money, you country. could just go buy a small country, though. Like, you could go just get an island somewhere. Like, there's islands for sale. Why don't you just buy an island? Eh, you know, I, I kind of want to be, like, just out of the jurisdiction of the United States. Like I still like this area. Hold on. So you still want to live in Palm Harbor, kind of? Essentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be out of the jurisdiction of any federal, state, or local government. And, of course, you know, I, I would have a yacht. I would have a helicopter. You know, there'd be an airstrip on the island where I could land my private jet and all that. You know, so if I still Ooh, want to spend a lot of money on that, that's a lot of money. I got a billion dollars, dude. Yeah, but that's still a lot. Of, I mean, you're still like, you're spending a good chunk of it on that. Uh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I could still have enough money, you know, to, to use the interest to, to maintain everything. But that's what I would do. I would have my own nation, uh, essentially, that uh, I was completely in charge of. I got you. you know. All right. I mean, if I was going to go down that route, I'd just buy my. I'd buy an island. I'd buy a pre-made island already. A pre-made or an existing island? An existing island. Well, if I, you know, if I could find one, like if, if like off like near the keys, if I could buy buy like maybe the dry tortugas or something, <laughs> I would consider it. Well, just because of global warming, though, I wouldn't want to do that. Oh, right. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, it's going to be underwater in no time. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe I'll buy an old uh, offshore oil rig. Oh yeah, kind of pre-made. Okay, you could do but that. that. No, I want that the only beach. gives you the helipad. Then yeah, I want the beach. Yeah, yeah. So I, I want to have a you know a, my own little tropical paradise. So fair enough. Yeah, fair so, enough. Uh, anyway, all right. So you know, I you, pro- you got to really work on your lotto fantasies. Man. I guess so, man. <laughs> that mine's all about helping other people. God forbid. Oh fuck other people. <laughs> oh no, I, look. I, well, no, no. Let look, me take that back. That's the, of course, I would take care of everybody that you know I, I care about and I love, and they would you know that that'd be no no issue at all. Yeah, I'd, I'd give you a couple hundred bucks or something. And, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> thank you, I appreciate that. 
but yeah, but you got to have the the big, you know, the 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 grand slam home run type fantasy. Otherwise, it's just you know. I'd have a bunch of houses in a trust, man. Like I'd buy all my relatives' houses from them, off of them, and then put them somewhere else. Yeah, you know, and then you just put. And- oh, so essentially, what you would do is mass force relocation. Yeah, kind of like the Nazis. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, so though, you'd set up like a concentration super, camp. Yeah, but they'd be on the island. They'd be on the <laughs> beach or something. Force everyone to go there. Yeah, <laughs> I would beach. invite you know people I I, I love and well, like I would to, invite them. I'm not going to force them to come to my island, but I'm not going to force them. You know, so I would stay. I'd stay. The only other thing would be to move to another country. I could I could see myself doing that too. Well, what country? Like somewhere in South America, you know, Uruguay yeah. or something like that. Like I would probably go. I would want to do something like that, maybe, and, and become like a local warlord type of thing. Not a local warlord. I actually would. I would. I would. One of the different kinds of fantasies would be to make a uh, like a fantasy island kind of resort. <laughs> deploy, deploy. Like I would want to make like a resort. You know what I'm saying? Like right. like a like, but like almost like a like like an exclusive kind of resort, like with a like little tiny houses and stuff, and like a, but right. like in the like it would be like a, it would have like it would be super exclusive though. Like kinda, it'd be one of those, yeah, kind of like Epstein Island. Well, it would be on an island. So hot, hot underage girls there. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean some, but not <laughs> I'd section that off though. Like you don't want everybody, and not everybody's into that. <laughs> oh, I, okay. That oh, that's a third story. Shit, I forgot. Okay. Oh, what? <laughs> so this week though, I've never done a pickup from Caliente Resorts. Oh right, right, right. And the this resort week in was the fr- I was driving back. Right, um, I was going down uh, forty one. I think it's forty one. Yeah, yeah, forty one. Where Caliente's off of, and I got a pickup from Caliente Resort to the airport. Right, and so I go in there, and I got to tell you that place is guarded like like. Those are high gates, man. Yeah. Like, it's not like well, just they, a little bit of a gate. Uh, they don't want anyone it is peeking in. Big know. gate that's yeah. on there. And yeah, for, for those of you who don't know, that's a uh, a nudist resort uh, in the middle of Pasco County. It's a strange place for it to be, but it's relatively famous. So, that, yeah, they don't want. It's you kind know, of in the middle of nowhere. Ca- yeah, it must be on a lake or it's something. It's off of 40. Well, it's off of US 41. Yeah, I know the area, but, but there's I don't not. Know exactly there's a bunch of nudist is. colonies around it, but Caliente is like the biggest one. Right. And I picked up this woman, just one woman, right? Who was from California, and she was just here, basically on vacation. Okay, she spent three days in Clearwater, and then the rest of the time at Caliente. Right. One of the things she said was, is that when she went out to Clearwater for three days, you know, nobody really talked to her. It was, you know, she wasn't like it wasn't like a, it wasn't a very friendly or welcoming experience for her, right? Right. But when she went to Caliente, it was a whole different experience. Right. Now this was a bigger girl, like she was not a skinny supermodel looking girl she was an older woman probably in her late 40s definitely had a little bit of weight on her right um not somebody that you would look at and be like oh i want to see you nude right you know and uh, but was super nice person was a really nice person we had a good long ride to go over there and i was asking some questions about you know what she was doing but the one thing she talked about was as soon as she went out to caliente everybody was super nice and super welcoming and like it was she really had a good time when she was there because it's i you know people that go out to those places I imagine it's a very friendly community yeah I it's mean, a lifestyle kind of thing yeah you gotta you've totally let your guard down so well, know, yeah obviously hell. yeah now she said there's two different kinds of nudist resorts though mm-hmm. there are ones that are family friendly Right. And then there's ones that are swingers ones. Right. And that makes sense, too. And the yeah. difference is in the family friendly ones, you're not allowed to touch each other. Right. Like in public. 
Yeah. Or in the public areas or whatever you want to say. Yeah. Like you can't even kiss them, you know, like just a little kiss on the cheek or touch her. You're not supposed to do any of that stuff. Right. But at the swingers ones, I guess it acts a little bit different. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, but the swingers ones, they don't really allow kids there and stuff. Well, there, there's, it, that makes total sense because there's basically two different reasons that people would go to a, a nudist resort. And there's some people who just like the, the freedom of, you know, being nude and the camaraderie of it. And others are looking for, you know, basically for an orgy. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 absolutely. So, and it's funny that in Pasco, in that side of Pasco, there is a bunch of those places because there's not just there's one. There's nothing about Pasco County that surprises me. <laughs> it is a weird ass county. It is a weird ass county. Yeah. All right, so I did have another ride, and that, again, that was a good ride. Yeah. I had another ride. I dropped. I picked the guy up at the airport, and it was two stops. The first stop was at the police station, right? And then the second stop was at an Airbnb. I find out later on. Okay. So I'm asking, what are we going to the police station for? He's like, well, I'm going to pick up my son. So he had to fly in, essentially, to pretty much get his kid out of trouble. Okay, that's what I thought. Right. Okay? So I'm like, oh, well, what did he do? And he goes, well, no, no, he didn't do anything. I have to pick him up from his mother. Oh. And so, okay, I guess that these, it was a, it was a couple, a guy and a girl, and they never Not got married. A, oh, okay. They had a kid together, though. Right. And I guess that the relationship went really south. Yeah, that sounds like restraining order type of stuff. And kind of. Yeah, so right. he says, in order to, and she's like, she's crazy. Right. So in order to pick up the kid, we always agree to pick up the kid at a police station, right? Because that way, there's no trouble, basically. Right. Yeah. And because I, when he got in the car and said we're going to the police station to pick up your kid, I'm like, well, what do you do? Right. You th- think he was just yeah, released? I thought I was going to get it. Yeah, I thought I was going <laughs> to yeah. a different kind of story. I'm like, how much time He's is going he going to take for this? Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. How much time is he going to take for this? Has he had his arraignment yet? Yeah. So. We, we get there, and, you know, he tells me the story of what's going on and stuff like that. And I yeah. ask questions. I'm trying not to ask too many questions, but at the same time, I'm kind of freaking intrigued. At so this how point. old was the kid? Oh, like nine. Like nine or ten Man, years that's old. that's a sad, sad state of affairs that, you know, you have to go to the police station for your dad to pick you up. Yeah. You know? No, it's, it's it, look, it's, it's definitely got to suck. Yeah. But I guess he's trying to get back to Florida, and he, he, he runs like a... a like a old age home or something like that in like Kansas or some shit. Like it's mm. out in the middle of nowhere. Right. But um, we, you know, we waited there. The wife wasn't there right away or the, the mother wasn't there right away. And then finally she shows up. She stays kind of far away from the guy too. And he was, he didn't look like the kind of guy that was like an abusive dude. He didn't talk in abusive man in an abusive manner or you never know though. But you, well, you're right though. Yeah. But the, None of the red flags were there though. Yeah. That sounds like a hostage exchange. <laughs> a little bit. I was a little weirded out yeah, at the thing. Uh, well, he had, he, he had me park at a spot where the cameras were there. Right. So it, now wow. when, when he was making sure of those things, though, that kind of... To protect himself. Protect himself. So yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. You're right. probably not a bad She probably guy. is a crazy bitch then. Yeah. But you never know. You never can tell. No, you never can he tell. might have been abusive. And I yeah, definitely wanted to see what she looked like. And it was, you know, it was kind of funny what she looked like. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, so I have a third one. Okay. It was a Thursday night, Friday morning or Thursday night. I pick up a couple and it says I'm going to Bradenton. Okay. So I'm all mentally prepared to go all the way down to Bradenton. Right. So I get them in the car and whenever I get somebody in the car, I always explain the address that we're going to and how long it's going to take to get there. And so I give the address and I say how long it's going to take to get there. They go, it's 44 minutes to downtown Tampa. I'm like, well, you guys aren't. I don't have you slated to go to downtown Tampa. I have you going to downtown Bradenton. And then they start getting a little irritated with me right they're like well what do you mean we're going to this address right here i'm like yeah that address in bradenton it's 44 minutes away it's downtown bradenton they're like no 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 no. we want to go to downtown tampa 
So instantly I'm like, okay, you guys picked the wrong place. I'm like, okay, so I, I, I think what you guys picked and where you're going is not the same spot. Right. So we have to, so, so let's go to downtown Tampa and the late, it's like husband and a wife and the wife is still kind of arguing with me a little bit. She's getting a little testy, but she's starting to come to the realization that she fucked up somewhere. Right. So I'm like, well, are you guys going to an event or something like that? Because they were black and there's like this big black event going on of black people. Like I saw, <laughs> I, again, I can't explain it other than a big like, black event of black people. There's just a, there's a big event going on with a lot of black people. They were all wearing the same clothes and, okay. you know, like it was one of those kind of things. You know, again, you could have white people doing the same thing. Oh, was it a riot? It was not a riot. Oh, no, it was it. not a riot. I don't think they were rioting. That's too bad. But they weren't there for that. So I'm like, oh, were you here? Are you here for some kind of convention or something? Like, no, no, no. We're just here on vacation. But we're going to downtown Tampa. Okay. So on the way over there, I'm trying to like, okay, where figure do you, out where to where take them. Right. Obviously, you don't have a room right now of where you want to go. So where do you want? Where do you want me to go? Well, we want to go to the Riverwalk. Okay. I'm like, all right. Well, there's I this hotel, there. this hotel, yeah. this hotel. But my first thought was like, man, it was worth a lot of money. It's definitely going to be worth as much now that I have to drop them off over here. You know, because I'm not. Like, I'm not going all the way down to Bradenton now. Yeah. But I was kind of happy at the same time, too, because I'm like, well, I didn't kind of I didn't really want to, but like, like it made sense. Right. So we finally stop at the first hotel and I, I have him take the, the, the stuff out of the vehicle. And then and I swipe to end the ride because I'm like, OK, it's over. Swipe to end the ride. And I was like, look, I'll wait here for you, though, just to make sure. Yeah. Well, she goes in. I guess that they didn't have a room for her. They're like, well, let's go somewhere else. And I already ended the ride at this point, but yeah. they tipped me like big already. Like I already got the tip, big okay. tip. I'm like, you know what, man? Don't worry about don't it. Worry. I'll take you there. I'm just yeah. going to take you where you got to go. Take him to another hotel, which is like the one off of Water Street, like the Radisson off of Water Street, right across right from the Right on the, the river? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We go in there. They don't have a room there either. Right. But that Radisson is another Radisson, the exact same hotel right across the street from that one. Yeah. Take him over there. Finally, they got one there. Right. But it was just funny that this couple, like... I'm like, don't forget to go cancel your reservation at the other place that you have in Bradenton because you already paid for that room. Right. You know, so it was one oh, of these. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because they had. So but it was they were a super nice couple. And, and by the time by the time we got it all said and done, the woman was very nice and somewhat apologetic of like because I she realized she booked the wrong hotel. Oh, yeah. 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 You fuck this up. Not right. me. I, yeah. I'm literally picking you up and going, taking you, you gave me you address. Go. I'm taking you to the address. Because as soon as you get out of the airport, if you start going 275 South, you're going over the bridge. Right. Like, so you're going to go way out of the way. So I'm like, we need to make a decision. You're going to Tampa. I'm going to go this way. And I didn't change it in the app or anything like that. But it was just one of those things that was funny. I ended up making a bunch of money because, like I said, the lady was they, they tipped me really good. So yeah. it was. um it was it was it was just interesting that like I end up going hotel to hotel to hotel and they were like it's kind of dead down here right now and I'm like you know it's midnight on a Thursday night I'm like yeah yeah it's kind of dead on a well, Thursday d- night downtown Tampa is is not really a nightlife spot no it's not like downtown St Pete no no not at all it's a, just a completely different makeup yeah it's you it's, know like they downtown Tampa segments off their party areas right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to go to Ebor, right? Or even or Channel Side, Seminole Heights, yeah, it's kind of or Channel Side. But Channel Side's out of the way, though, right? You know what I mean? Like all of those things are a little well, bit no, out of the way. Channel Sides, yeah, it's pretty much right downtown. It's on the corner, though. Yeah. Or it's on the, it's yeah. on the outskirts. And Ebor is, uh, you know, outside of the core of downtown. Yeah, yeah. But downtown, the heart of downtown, yeah, there's not a lot going on for nightlife there. No, uh, I know. mean there's some little areas and stuff like that, but like not much. And the stuff that's hopping there is you know not the same it's a it's a weird it's a weird deal in downtown tampa anyway, yeah man. yeah it's it's not really for, like, for nightlife unless there's some big event going on yeah you know that's really about the only time it's usually a, a lightning game something at the convention center you know it, it, but other than that there's there's not much going yeah on. like tonight there's a big event going on yeah so chris stapleton and george Strait is playing at raymond james 
the uh, what, what type of music is that? It's country, asshole. Really? Yeah. Huh. Which I got to look. I know you hate country. I know you do, Adrian. I know I you fucking here's hate country. The thing. I don't hate country. I, you I, do. It's a bit most most of the time. And it's I, not that much of a bit. I know it's some George Strait, and I, I know and George Strait's a legendary yeah, artist, right. though. It just it just doesn't do it for me. It's just not you know. It's it's not really. It, it doesn't hit me. Doesn't hit with oh, man. Me. I yeah. I just I never can figure that out. Yeah, I love country. Yeah. I, like I do love country, and I like pretty much all genres of music too. You know. Yeah, but I love look. I love country, and I think it's awesome that Chris Stapleton is probably one of the biggest country acts going right now. Right, is not the headliner. It's George Strait that's the headliner. So he kind of went down in order to make sure to go out with George Strait to do this concert. Well, you know, it's a that's that's a dual ticket, man. I mean, because they're you know he's a legend. Oh yeah, George he's had, oh yeah. yeah. So you know, so he's got all kinds of you know like. I, this is one of those concerts where I, if I could have, I would have gone to it. Yeah, because it was really good. And Stapleton, again, you, I know you don't, you don't know any of his stuff, but he is a phenomenal singer, and he actually no, did. I, I do. He know did some the of his best stuff. rendition. It's, it's like all right, he did the best rendition of the national anthem I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. That, he does uh, it so much better than everybody. That else. nationalist propaganda song. That national, yes, that national, that yeah, old I've, ass. I've heard that before. Yeah. Yes, you have. Yeah. So I, at least I know one song of his. Then you know. <laughs> That's the one about the the home of the brave and the land of the free or something. Yeah, yeah, talking about a country that doesn't exist. <laughs> exactly. No, it does exist. As soon as I win the fucking mega millions <laughs> and I build my island, then it will then actually exist. exist. Okay, yeah, for I me anyway. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> you can't come. Yeah. Well, you can come, but you listeners, you can't come. Okay. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. So let's get into the news. Uh, I think we've had uh, enough. Do we have to? I point. was I was trying to. I did stall not for as look, long. Here's as the thing. I did not want to start with this this week. I really didn't, but at this point, just considering the news this whole week long, I just couldn't see us doing anywhere else. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm actually disappointed that I already won our bet on this because this is really the way I oh, wanted. I'm glad to we're it. not doing. I'm glad we weren't doing like compounding odds because I'd have been <laughs> fucked. Right? <laughs> oh my god, this guy! Like they're charging him with everything under the sun. Ed, justifiably so. Yeah. yeah. And he is going to be convicted, and he is going to jail. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. So out of out of all the charges that they get that they're getting them on, right? Some of it I think is BS. Some of it is self is self is self owned that he he caused the trouble himself, right? But there's smoke to a lot of it, though. Oh, shit, man. Well, for the documents case, there's absolute fire. That one is open and shut. There's, and I've been saying that since day one. When we made the bet, that was the one I said without question they'll get him on that one. The documents it, one is the is the it, is the most egregious one. It's the one that has the most, at least from what what I've seen, the most proof. Yeah, that it's that the one easiest is, slam dunk one. That is a slam dunk. So as long as there is a fair trial, he will be convicted for that, and that's going to put him away for many many years. It, okay. yeah, it definitely could. Um, the January sixth, I think that's a little harder. Uh, to prove definitively, but I think it's a provable case, um, and I think that the um, the Georgia, you know, whatever you call it, uh, electioneering. I, I don't know electioneering what, interference. Or yeah, something like um, that. that one is kind of in between. That one is, I would say, more provable than his role in the January six rights, whether that was his fault or not. Um, but the documents case is, is open and shut, man. There's I mean, just, he, just, he admitted to it on like on tape. And actually, they have two witnesses who saw the documents that were t- 
top secret, the Iran battle plan documents. You know, they saw him, he showed it to him, and they have him admitting on tape that that's what they were. I mean, that's just, you, you don't win that one, you know. And they're going to get him on obstruction on that one because they have multiple people saying that, yeah, he ordered him to hide the boxes. He ordered him to uh, delete the video. I, I mean, it, it's just, yeah, it's too much. There's no way he walks away from that one. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, two things can be true at the same time. Right. Like, one, or three things can be true at the same time. One, he's going to get in trouble for these things. Right. Two, some of the stuff is just trumped up, pardon the pardon the bun, um, on some of the stuff that they're like, they're really reaching on some of this stuff. Like, which ones do you think they're reaching? I on? think the January sixth stuff is the reaching stuff uh, because it seems. I, I would say it's believes, a reach. If he believes that he won, then it can't be fraud. Mm. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's why that's one going to be the hardest to prove because you got to prove intent on that one. And if, uh, yeah, and that, I've never intent. heard him like if they got him on tape saying, "Hey, I don't believe this shit. I lost, and I'm just ginning this shit up for whatever." Right. But I don't. I haven't heard that one though. Like no. I haven't heard any. I haven't heard any smoking gun. They on that would. One. They would need proof that he knew that he lost. That he believed it. That he believed that he lost. Because if everybody's telling you that you didn't lose, if everybody's telling you that you lost, but you still don't believe it, right? Well, it's still so. That's what I'm saying. That one is definitely in a gray area. I think he probably walks from the majority of that. They might hit him on a couple of the the counts, but for the most part, he walks from that one. Yeah, the um, Georgia the Georgia one. I again, if you it, depending on when you listen to the the phone call because all that's video, all that's recorded, right? And there was all kinds of people on the call, right? If you listen to it, if you take it from the perspective that he was looking for votes that he already that, that right. were there, again. then it's not bad. If it's if he knows he lost and he's trying to get them just to drum up votes and he's threatening them in order to do that, right. then it is bad. Yeah. So and again, that goes back to what did he believe? What did he know? What was his intent? And those are harder things to prove because if he wasn't acting in his capacity as president, believing that there was fraud going on, it, it, that gives him some wiggle room. Uh, this, uh, but again, that one is a little easier to prove than the uh, the first one we were talking about, the January 6th. Um, but, you know, when it comes to the documents, man, there is no th- there's no way to wiggle out of that one. Uh, just none whatsoever. Yeah, you did that. Especially after he m- admitted that he could have declassified the documents, but, but he didn't. didn't. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's it, on tape. Yeah. So once that happened, it was just that one is completely over for him. And that one he is definitely going away for. So, because that's espionage. Yeah. Now, yeah. and the, the, here's the other thing I don't understand, by the way. Any other politician that was in this <laughs> much trouble would have would stop running. Not necessarily. There's nobody that would Not stay running with this many court things. Look like, at Matt Gates. Look at the shit he got away with. I, again, it wasn't at this level. Um, look at who's that other crazy guy that lies about everything. What's his name? George Santos. Santos. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess with right. Santos. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so th- these people have just they've gotten to the point where they've convinced enough people that everything is a lie, everything is a conspiracy. Yeah, the earth out is to get flat. You. Look, if you have eight eight to ten percent of the american people believing the earth is fucking flat even though they can look up at the night sky and see the phases of the moon you know if you have eight to ten percent of the american people that you can convince of that 
you certainly have at least a third that you can convince that everything that they hear is an absolute lie and it's all fake news. And it, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, no. And so it's it's, we, it's, it's weird. It's easy now for them to but do this. It, the thing about it is this, though: two things can be true at the same time. Right. One, you did all that shit. Yeah, and they're and they're definitely out to get you. Yes. Like, both things can happen at the same time. Right. And the documents case actually is the one that proves that the most. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is that, okay, <laughs> yeah. they could be going out to get you, but you made it easy for them to go out and get you. Right. And I do think that they, deep down, Trump loves, absolutely loves all of these all of these um, court cases against him because he just points mm. to that and say, look, this is the deep state coming after me and, you know, they're all coming to get yeah, me. Yeah, but it only works for so long. You, but you, But at what point does it not work? Because it shouldn't work now. It's not like going to work going anymore. To, he's, he's going to die in prison. He, but but right, as of right now, unless he wins the election and pardons himself, he's not. Gonna, there's no way in hell he's winning the election anymore. There's no way in hell he's even going to make it to the end of the primary. None of this is going to happen. <coughs> Excuse me. What I told you was going to happen months ago is going to happen. Okay, Trump is going to just go down a complete spiral. DeSantis. He's done. He's toast. Who's going to come up? Mike Pence. Mike Pence will be the Republican nominee and has a fairly decent shot of becoming the next president. It's we'll see. Hold on. We'll see. Yeah. I want to get to I want you know to get what? to that. I'm I ready to make that bet. I have, I'm ready to make that bet if, if you want to. Hold on. That Pence is the Republican, Republican nominee. nominee. Yeah. So you want to bet a silver, silver dollar, dollar right now Pence is the that Republican. Mike Pence yeah. is the Republican nominee. I'm I'll ready take to it. do it. I'll take it. We shook on it, it, folks. All right. All right. I'll take it. Mark there you the go. Tape. Mark the tape. Mark August the tape. <laughs> um, all right. So hold on. Let's. But now here's the other part of it that I wanted to get into as well. Okay. So Adam Schiff, the representative from California, now is saying that he wants Trump courts, all the Trump's court appearance should be nationally televised. I agree with that. 100%. Okay. It's fine that you agree with it. However, yeah. this is the the point I wanted to make is these guys want this to be the spectacle on the Republican side. Okay, but the, it, it, it's so the, when you're doing this, man, you have to make it public. The people have to see this. You cannot do this behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? It's too unprecedented for the you know for for this not to be public. Yeah, I, I mean, I here's the thing. And he, he, I understand the point that you're making, and you're coming in from an honest place. But yeah. Schiff and them aren't, though. No, they aren't. They aren't. But here's the thing. Also, I'll tell you what's going to happen if they do um, make if they do televise the trials. Okay, against all of the advice of his attorneys, Trump will take the stand. Yes, because he will believe that he can convince America that this is some kind of witch hunt and all this stuff. And when he does that, we might actually get a, a few good men moment. Yes. You can't handle the truth. We might get that where he actually on the stand admits to everything. And I hope I hope that's the way it plays out. Yeah, that would be just beautiful. Now, and then have him looking around like, wait, what? What did I do? Yeah. Now, also, <laughs> what the did I say now, also, the prosecutors <laughs> are asking the judge to issue a protective order after Trump's post appears uh, a post appear appearing to, um, you know, ask for or try to get revenge on these people. Right. And so because because Trump doesn't shut up. 
He just never, oh, no. he never shuts no. up. And he's constantly threatening anybody and everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And so now they're trying. And again, he's only digging his own grave. Right. Like, look, a lot of this stuff would, would be a lot better if Trump would just shut the fuck up. He can't. I don't know how you could be his lawyer. I, I don't even oh, understand I, no, how you I, could be his I lawyer. I could not figure out any way that to represent. Even if you didn't care whether he was guilty or not, even if you were just trying to make a paycheck and give this guy a defense. He is just so, you know, his own worst enemy that it's like, how could you possibly defend this guy? Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't. I think you just take the money and take the L. <laughs> well, and, and here's the thing. And say, I yes, sir. Whatever. However you want to do the trial. I'm happy to do it. For and you. I still can't believe so many Republicans are supporting this guy. Less still. and less. It's down to 45 percent. It's still a huge number, though, man. Yeah, it's a big number. Mm. You know, now, there's no, no, a, I'm sorry. The, the poll that came out is is 45 percent said they would not vote for Trump if he were imprisoned. So, oh, is that what it is? Yeah. So I guess that means 55 percent would still consider it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Republicans. Man. Oh, I don't Jesus. get it. I don't get it. Yeah. I, like, I don't I don't even understand Look, it. Democrats are fucking stupid. But in this time in history, Republicans have gone full retard. I mean, just full, you know, they are completely out of their minds. Forgive me for using the R word. I realize that we're not supposed to use that word anymore. But uh, to quote Tropic Thunder, um, you know, it, it just never go full retard, never go full retard. Uh, but, yeah, it just I don't understand how so many people can just put such blinders on and shut out so much objective reality to for where everything this guy's right. done. It is yeah. a lot of they it's just his don't own, care. And a lot of it's his own fault. It's about winning, man. It's uh, it, that's what it is. You have a certain number of people who don't care about anything else. But their side winning, and that's really what it boils down to. No, but they do. no, 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 no. But I don't, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me push back on this one. They don't, and the reason that they don't is, is that if you look at what happened, okay, so Trump did win in 2016, right, against the most unpopular candidate in human history besides himself, right, Hillary Clinton, right. <laughs> yeah, everybody hates Hillary. Every election after that, the Republicans either lost or dramatically underperformed. They don't see it that way. They don't see it that way. That's not necessarily their definition of winning. Their definition of winning, in a lot of cases, is owning the libtards on social media. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just, if you look at it, like, after 2016, or after the, after the 2016, no, after 2020, and he lost. Well, hold on. So he won in 16. They were definitely, they had definitely underperformed in 18. He lost, and they lost in 2020. Right. But they didn't lose the Senate. The special election in 2021, the Republicans lost. Right. They, I mean, severely underperformed in 2022. And now come up to 2024 of what we're doing right now. And you're still going to pick. You're still going to run with this guy. Yeah. Like most of them have lost their minds. Completely lost their minds. I think there may be. I know you. And I know we just bet on the Pence one. So I'm, I'm, and I'm against the. I'm, I'm, I'm betting against Pence on this. Right. There could be another option. That could be a winner for the Republicans. You're going to say Youngkin, aren't you? I'm going to say Glenn Youngkin. Yeah. You so, know how I know that? Because we talked about it before the show. You mentioned it before the show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there's a there's a new Virginia poll that shows the governor would beat Biden in a head-to-head by seven points, while DeSantis would tie the president. So basically, they've done a bunch of different ones, and a survey uh, shows Youngkin would triumph over Biden 44 to 37%. And 44 to... That's a lot of undecided. 
Yeah, forty-four to thirty-seven is what is what Youngkin would uh, would would get over Biden. Who's who's the poll taker on that? Uh, VCU Wilder School. Mm, yeah, I don't know if I ch- trust the methodology on that because I would expect that just that. Ba- so basically, in that that particular poll is just a, a, a D versus R poll essentially because virtually no one has any idea who Youngkin is. Period. End of story. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I had to be reminded, and well, I have to be reminded about a lot of politics because I'm so tuned out. But now. you know what? I think that's to Duncan's advantage, though. It is until he starts talking. Yeah, but he's not a stupid. Per- I mean, he's not an idiot, though. Yeah. Like so, th- here's the thing: when they did the matchups, Biden against Youngkin, it was 37-44. Right. Biden against Trump, forty-three to forty in favor of Biden, and Biden against DeSantis, forty-one forty-one tied. Yeah. You know what happened if they did Pence? I don't know. It'd be a lot higher in Pence's favor. And I'll tell you why. He pulls in the middle ground because he's essentially moderate for the most part. Which is so weird that you're calling Pence moderate now. In, in this day and age, he is yeah, I know, moderate. And, and he saved America on January 6th. And even the left gives him credit for that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. They so, do give him credit for that. Right. Which, you know, he's the one that. And again, he couldn't have done anything else. He could have. He could, he'd be going to jail too right now, but <laughs> he could have. Yeah, you know. I mean, shit. I wish he had. I, honest to God, because you know, of course, I am in favor of anarchy and collapse of the government completely. So if he had done that, it could have actually launched a civil war, which would have been awesome. Yeah, that's you know? true. But unfortunately, that didn't happen, and Mike Pence, you know, took the constitutional route and. Um, I I think you're underestimating the credit he's going to get. Oh, he gets so that. much. He gets so much hate in the Republican Party right now, though. He gets so much hate. Well, that's just from the people who are going to vote for Trump. Well, that's true. But you that's know? a big amount of people. But once he's out of it, that's the thing. Once Trump is out of it, okay, those people are not going to let a libtard win so they will hold their nose they will they will there'll be a handful that'll just sit it out because they're you know that you know because they're so in the the trump cult that they they would never vote for mike pence the vast majority of current trump supporters will never vote for a democrat so when it comes down to just two left they're going to pull the lever for the r no matter who the r is because that's their team man they're they're red team yeah, it, it, it could be the, and, case. And the same is true with the Democrats. Most of the Democrats oh, no, they voted for a dead guy. Last the vote, the vast majority of Democrats, uh, something like 85 percent don't want Biden to run again. But if he does run again and he makes it all the way to the general election, they're going to vote for him because there's no way in hell they're voting for a Republican. Now, that one third of the undecideds. OK, they're going to be a lot more likely to vote for Pence than they are for Biden, which is why, like I've said, Biden will not be in the general election. He will win the nomination and then he'll have a health crisis and they will appoint someone in his place. And it's probably going to be Michelle Obama. You didn't make that bet, though. I haven't made that bet yet, but that's still what I'm thinking. That's going to be a separate bet, though. It's going to be a separate bet. But the, you, you got the Pence bet The down. Pence win, I, I was ready to lock in. I saw enough evidence that that's going to happen. There's enough of the, you know, yes paths in the algorithm that have already happened that I can say with confidence that Mike Pence will be the Republican nominee. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I think so. I'm feeling pretty safe with that bet, though. Are you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, you shouldn't be. Oh, I don't think it's going to be Pence. You shouldn't be. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Yeah. So we're we're at the point, and I know what you're thinking is that a lot of times, 
you know, there's the dark horse. The early dark horse comes in at this point. But Pence is already the dark horse. He is the dark horse at this point. Because here you go. Look what they just did. They did a poll of Trump versus Biden. They did a poll of DeSantis versus Biden. Didn't do Pence. You know? And he's the only viable candidate that's got any prayer. Yeah. Because I mean, one's going to prison. <laughs> DeSantis is just so... St- did you hear what DeSantis said this week? Uh, go into it. Oh, my God. Uh, hang on. I got to find... I Because I, I want to quote him. I don't want to misquote this. Um, here it is. The headline is, DeSantis calls for slitting throats in government. The two largest federal employee unions on Thursday denounced Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' recent vow that, as president, he would start slitting throats in the federal bureaucracy. The latest escalation in intensifying Republican attacks on government operations they want to slash or eliminate. And now, he didn't say, I want to cut budgets. He didn't say, I want to slash employees, you know. He said... He wants to hold on. I'll read. I'll read the quote exactly on bureaucracy. You know, we're going to have all these deep state people. You know, we're going to start slitting throats on day one and be ready to go. DeSantis said at a barbecue in Ryan, New Hampshire on Sunday, hosted by former uh, Senator Scott Brown, Massachusetts. You're going to see a huge, huge outcry because Washington wants to protect its own. Okay. now DeSantis was speaking figuratively. Yeah, he okay. wasn't being literal. He wasn't being literal. But it doesn't matter. He's not going to literally slash people's throats when he becomes president. Not on day one, anyway. <laughs> you give him enough power for long enough, he might actually start doing that. However, um, he's not going to do that on day one. But he is not politically intelligent enough. This guy is the biggest political idiot I've ever seen rise this high. Uh, Second biggest. (laughs) Second biggest. Um, He's not politically savvy enough to realize that you can't make statements like that and win a general election. He is running his entire campaign like he's courting the exact same people that are never going to vote for anyone but Trump. Yeah, you know it's really weird. Yeah, like you could have run. He could have run a moderate campaign based on limited government, based on cutting taxes, based on how he responded to covid, which the majority of the American people would be pretty happy with. They would say, you know, that's a pretty reasonable platform. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't he, do that, though. He, he, could, he didn't surround himself with those on, people. He didn't hire no, those kind of people. No. He hired, like, these anti-LGBT woke crowd that can't stop putting up Nazi imagery in their fucking campaign material. Yeah. Like, you're giving all the How many the times have they the, put swastikas up in literally stuff that they've either put out themselves or they've retweeted from the official campaign uh, pages? I, I mean... How stupid can you be? Now these are the, the. It's amazing the lack of of like campaign discipline that right. most of these candidates have. Yeah, and for yeah. some reason, but for we some reason, better people campaign like, discipline than this in our campaigns. You know? Yeah, oh no, there's a lot of things. These things I wouldn't have said that these guys <laughs> right? are saying. Yeah, and we said some pretty radical shit. But these guys. Oh, but these yeah. guys are way further than we would have than we ever went and we had some crazy supporters putting out some crazy videos but we weren't retweeting them from our official campaign accounts yeah i I just i don't i don't get it i first off i don't get it second off i don't agree with it and and the and the third thing is 
I don't understand why these guys even want to use any terms of like, again, they're not limited government people. No, they don't want to address any of the actual problems that people are facing right now. And they're, it's all distraction stuff, man. All of it's distraction stuff. And it's all done to manipulate the media and to manipulate like their supporters and to get them focused on all the wrong shit. Well, with DeSantis, I'm not 100% sure whether this is really who he is and these are his core belief systems that he is actually this, this fascist. I think he is. Or if this is some actual... Um, you know, strategy that his campaign has put together trying to court the the MAGA crowd. Um, But at this point, I have to believe that this is just who he is, because if it was just a strategy and you start to see it falling apart, you wouldn't keep doubling down on it. You would shift gears. And that's what they've said a few times that, well, the DeSantis camp is planning to switch gears and they never do. They keep coming back to this. Oh, no, they switch gears. Yeah, they they going down a different. Don't even get any worse. Yeah, they're like, oh no, we haven't gone yeah. far enough. They, they went to third to fourth, and now they're going into fifth. Yeah, you know, <laughs> fifth <laughs> so. Reich. Yeah, right. <laughs> like and Touché. I like I don't. It's so sad. Somebody actually asked me. Somebody asked a question on a thread that I was looking at. Um, actually, had to do with Angela McCardo, which the, again, the Libertarian Party. Jesus Christ, what a bunch of crazy people these people are the the, the chair Sad, of the party literally put out a post defending trump uh the chair of what party the libertarian party national party yeah who's who's the chair of the angela national? mccardle oh didn't know that so yeah she put out one actually defending you know or showing that there's a double standard in the media when it comes to trump and biden well hold yeah, on here's that's that's, that's, that's true, true. <laughs> yeah but but you're you are the head of a partisan organization that is neither one of them right so you know i need- wouldn't you you know what you didn't talk about any of your candidates right or your party or your plan for ballot access yeah this year. Or right none yeah. of that like yeah. you just <sighs> right yeah. you know what man I, know. I just i don't have any party that represents me man it's just it's so sad not that it matters because i you know again i've given up pretty basically given up on politics i figured is, that out eight years ago <laughs> i just can't believe i just <laughs> you're just looking now well no but it's just when you see things like this it's just almost like oh, it's yeah. just like a, it's like a slap in the face like you're not even trying like yeah. you're not even like if you were trying to destroy a party this is what you would do well i i left the libertarian party when it became clear to me as chairman of the state party that we were infiltrated by nazis and nobody cared except for me apparently well hold on not not only well, here's the thing it's not that they didn't care it's uh, that they viewed them care. as well no 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 they viewed them as a good ally to get rid of you <laughs> some did yeah now once you were gone right. then they worked to get rid of them right but by then, that was like, you know, arming the Mujahideen. <laughs> then they became the goddamn Taliban. <laughs> right. And now they're blowing up fucking, you know, like, like you, again, it, well, you so many problems. I on know. That one. I know. Just, it's just, but that, I, I do have to thank them for that, for, because that was really what it took for me to realize that no matter how insignificant you are in a power structure in a governmental power structure as because we have to say that the libertarian party is very insignificant in the governmental power structure oh absolutely extremely insignificant but yet still that power can be such a corrupting force in general that it made me finally realize that it is that that 
power itself that is inherently the problem. With well, everything. and even those little groups like that get yeah. infiltrated. Get, they, there's always people that are trying to infiltrate those groups, whether it's on purpose or whether it's but by design, even or if, whether it's just the crazy people. There's always those that are going to get involved in there, and if you're not big enough to withstand that stuff, then you're screwed. Well, in, in, it's even beyond that. In any hierarchical structure, it's always going to become corrupt and evil. It's just that is the nature of mankind, you know, and that's why I believe all power structures need to be destroyed. Yeah, I mean, hopefully without me having to to commit any violence because I'm not a violent person. I don't want to be a violent person, but I will sit there on the sidelines and eat eat popcorn and watch uh, happily while it is all burning down. Yeah, you I know? mean, it's 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 sad that this is the li- the world that we're living in right now, but right. I, you know what, man? I just can't believe there is not this. There is not a base of people that are against all of it. Yeah. Oh, hey. Speaking of which, um, speaking of uh, completely getting out of the political system, guess what I got in the mail this week? I got a essentially a postcard from the uh, Pinellas County Supervisors of Elections Office saying that. Um, I hadn't voted in so long that they needed me to, you know, fill out this form to say I, my voter registration should still be active. Yeah. There was actually a checkbox on there to cancel my voter registration. So I canceled my voter registration. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually very proud of that. You know, I am no longer a registered voter. And that makes me exceptionally happy because I tried to do it before. I called them up and they they don't make it easy. Well, they didn't know actually how to do it. The people I talked to at the uh, supervisor election office were like, yeah, I don't think there's a way to do that. And I went on the website trying to figure out how to do it. There wasn't a way, but they were kind enough to send me a postcard saying, hey, you haven't voted in, you know, what, nine years at least. Um, so you can can't you know? Are you still a voter? Are you do you still live here? It was that sort of thing. The last election you voted in was the one that you were the in. The last time I, I have the distinction of saying the last person that I ever voted for and will ever vote for was me. Nice. I mean, I, and I will carry that to my grave, man. The last person that I ever trusted to run my own life was me. There's probably still people that write in Wiley anyway for governor. <laughs> I hear that uh, less and less, less and less. Like I used to hear it a lot, but every once in a while, a few people write, reach out to me and say, hey, you know, I, I wrote you in. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, stop doing that. <laughs> because even the act of voting is violence. <laughs> I can't believe we got there. I can't believe we got there from LaBianca. <laughs> you know what? LaBianca was right. Loring was right. You know, they were right, man. Well, the only problem with LaBianca was he was still going to LP meetings, though. So right. fuck him. Yeah, that's that's true. So it's he was like, still a hypocrite. It, you are a little hypocritical. And it, this is a, it, we're talking about uh, Greg LaBianca. Steve LaBianca. Or Steve LaBianca, I'm sorry. Steve LaBianca, who used to essentially go to all these libertarian meetings and then say voting is violence and the, the act of voting itself was violent, and then vote on everything that the Libertarian Party was doing. <laughs> yeah. So that was hypocritical. Those guys were the weirdest ones in which they were so adamant of like rules in the LP <laughs> yes. meetings yeah. and yet didn't want yeah. government to do things. They were the first ones to say that a comma's in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. They were the first ones to yeah. say that. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into Giuliani here real quick. Uh, How much yeah. time we got left, by the uh, way? We got uh, about 10 minutes, okay. a little less than 10 minutes. All right, we got time for a couple things then. Um, so... 
you know what, man? It is amazing what a fucking scumbag Giuliani is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's nice that some of this is coming out. So Giuliani, sex abuser, accuser, has the tapes. Rudy Giuliani was caught on audio spewing vulgar comments towards a woman who has since accused him of sexual harassment and sexual abuse, according to the news transcripts filed in New York Supreme Court by lawyers of the accuser. So Noel Dumphy, Dumphy sued the former New York mayor for $10 million in May, filing a 70-page complaint chock full of graphic allegations and text messages. She alleged Giuliani forced her to have oral sex and intercourse with him, in addition to making sexist, racist, drunken, and anti-Semitic remarks when she worked for him in 2019 to 2021. She also revealed that she recorded some of the interactions. Now, here's the thing. When you're recording some of the interactions, though, you were kind of trying to set him up a little bit. He still had to do it. Why do you defend this guy? I'm not defending him. I'm no, just saying. No, you do. You, you, you tend to defend this guy because I remember. Oh, like, I hate Giuliani. A, a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, we did that show. I think it was called uh, Rudy Wants Some Booty. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. And we had, there was that video of that reporter uh, who was trying to do an interview with him. And he she goes, okay, uh, let's go in the bedroom because uh, the acoustics were better there or something. And as soon as he gets in the bedroom, he lays down on the bed and starts undoing his pants. And she's like, um, what? Yeah. No, I <laughs> so, remember that. So right there. And you're like, oh, no, he's just trying to relax. Oh, no, no. He's just trying to put on his, well, hold on. his so, let me, lavalier let me, mic. Let me read here. So in new transcripts filed Tuesday and certified by a court reporting agency revealed just a small glimpse into what Dumphy alleges were Giuliani's sexual advances and lewd remarks. He says, come here, big tits. Come here, big tits. Your tits belong to me. Give them to me. I want God. to claim my tits. I want to claim my tits. I want to claim my tits. These are my tits. God, he's got no game either. Yeah. You know, these this breasts is- belong to me. Nobody else can get near these, okay? I don't care if they're flirting or they give you your their business card. These are mine. You got it? He continued. Understood? I'm, I'm very fucking possessive. I've gone easy on you. Wow, that's Whoa, that's, a little, dude. that's a little frightening. See, this is why these kind of men rise to power because they got no game. <laughs> it's the only way they can get women. Because <laughs> you ain't going to a bar and having that shit work on any female of the human species. No, <laughs> that you know, game this ain't is your, flying. This is your assistant, by the way. Right, like, this is somebody's working for you. Well, that's exactly a, it. No boundaries. He has to use his power essentially to uh, coerce uh, women to have sex with him. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's the only way it's going to happen. Yeah, it's just evil, evil bastard. I hope he ends up in prison too. I think he's gonna. He yeah. also there's also one where he had to admit that uh, that he didn't think that Trump won. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't put that one in. The, we didn't put that one in, but well, duh. <laughs> oh, just so. I mean, just so uh, crazy, though, man. Yeah. All of this is just. All of this is so nuts. Hey, I want to switch gears here uh, in the little time we have left and talk about. We we talked about the past couple of weeks how the the media is just going crazy with uh, the climate change, man-made global warming. How this is the end of the world, essentially, with the heat. Yeah. Okay. And last week and the week before, they were talking about. Um, how uh, the uh, the uh, seawater temperature in Florida, right? Remember that? Mm-hmm. It was yeah, like, yeah. it's over 100 degrees. It's like a hot tub. And, and here, are, I just want to read some of the headlines. Water is refreshing in the heat, right? In parts of Florida this past week, not so much. That's the AP. Here's another one. Water temperatures off Florida may have broken world record. 
Okay, another headline. Water temperatures off Florida. Oh, I, I did it again. That's the same one. <laughs> I, I put the same one in twice. Uh, my mistake. But um, anyway, there were multiple articles about how the water temperature off Florida was just horrendous, right? It was just yeah. terrible. It was uh, so. Well, I went to the beach this weekend, you know, because I'd like to go to the beach during the summer. I do it almost every weekend. Um, and I get in the water, and I, I actually. That was in my head, and I was thinking, oh, it's probably going to be like a bath water in here. Yeah. I get in, and it's gorgeous. It's refreshing. It felt like, to me, 85, 86, 87. You know, and, and I, I've been in the water in Florida, on in, under the water, diving, swimming, boating my Your whole life. life. My whole life. Um, so I can very easily gauge water temperature by how it feels on the skin. I'm saying, oh, this is like 85, 86, you know, it's, it's really nice. Okay. So I'm thinking, oh, well that was not only bullshit, it was extreme bullshit because all the media stories made it sound like the water off Florida was just boiling. Okay. Well, it turns out there was one buoy. Okay. Down in Manatee Bay off South Florida, which is an enclosed shallow bay. It only has one opening, and all the water from the Everglades runs off into it. All the water, there's a canal going into the bay uh, from Lake Okeechobee and the Everglades. So this is essentially a lot of shallow, stagnant water. Okay, The depth of the bay where the buoy is, guess how deep it is? 20 foot. Try again. 10 foot. Four and a half feet oh deep. So they took this one measurement from a single buoy in a stagnant bay in four feet of water with runoff water that is always going to be higher temperature than the Gulf temperature. Yeah. Okay. Now, so it was it a world record for that one buoy in that one place? No. The world, the record for that buoy was actually, it was 101, okay? It was actually, 2017, it was 102. 2010, it was 101, okay? That buoy's only been there since the late 90s, okay? <laughs> so essentially, this is the third highest temperature that this one buoy in an area that is specifically the, the thermo, the, the hydrodynamics are perfect for that basin being very hot and if you've ever been to florida what happens when you have an enclosed shallow body of water oh it gets hot it gets super hot and that's exactly what happened and it's it's just astounding that they turned it into this and by the way as soon as i got to a computer uh from uh, last sunday at the beach i went and checked the uh the water temperature where i was 86 degrees which is actually i don't know if that's it, to me, it felt for this time of year a couple of degrees below normal. I would have normally said it would have probably been about 87, maybe 88 degrees. It actually, to me, and I'm pretty well tuned to this, felt a little cooler than it normally would. And according to, unfortunately, the thousands of people that were on Indian Rocks Beach with me, um, all in the water, they seemed to be enjoying themselves too. Yeah. I didn't go to one of my really secluded beaches. I kind of like, you know. Just went to, well, Indian Rocks is somewhat. Clear. Well, it's it's not Clearwater Beach, yeah. but you know it's uh, it's it's my old stomping ground. I grew up there, yeah. yeah. So that was actually uh, the first place my wife and I lived together was on Indian Rocks Beach in a little duplex right on the intercoastal. Ah, those are great days, man. Miss those days, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So just remember, folks. Look, global warming may be happening. 
man may be contributing to it to some degree. Okay, I suspect it's a very small degree, if at all. But know that most of what you're seeing in the media is extremely exaggerated. It is extremely it's like in this up, case. Pardon the pun. Yeah, in this case, you know, it was one buoy in one location that always has really high temperatures by the nature of the location, and they turned it into the entire state of Florida. The water temperature is again. Just take all that with a grain of salt. And you young people, please, please don't believe that the planet is dying and you shouldn't have kids because we need you to have kids. But folks. That is it for hour number one. If you'd like to join us in hour number two, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, become a subscriber, and we'll see you on the other side.